I used to have a Egypt or a scarcity mindset. We have to no longer have those type of mindsets because those mindsets, when you're living in scarcity, you're always in fear. You always have anxiety. You're always depressed. It's always woe is me. You self-sabotage everything, right? We're no longer going to have that attitude or mindset. Welcome to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. The Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast is a mixture of special guest interviews from healthcare professionals, IBD survivors, Crohn's survivors, ulcerative colitis survivors, and community thought leaders. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. We are back. We are back for another episode of the health and healing from the inside out podcast. I am your host, Stephanie A. Wynn. And this week's topic, we're going to talk about diet and IBD, what not to consume. So we've talked about what is IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, how to cope with IBD, mental health and IBD, and relationships in IBD. So this week, I want to talk about diet, like what we're eating in inflammatory bowel disease. Well, before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk about that mindset. Before we could talk about health and healing from the inside out, it starts with your mind. Do you know that if you believe that you can be healed from anything, whether it's mental illness, whether it's Crohn's disease, whether it's ulcerative colitis, whether it's just mind, body, and spirit whole being healed, right? Some of you are suffering with, you know, depression, um, anxiety, and you're letting it overtake you as a person. And that starts with your mindset. You have to declare and decree that you are not going to allow these things, fear, anxiety, depression, control your life. Because guess what? We're in a new year. We're in the second month of the new year, and we're not going to allow those negative thoughts to control our mind. We're going to have a growth mindset. And what is a growth mindset? That is the person who thinks that they will succeed and that they can overcome adversity. I know because I am living it now. I used to have a Egypt or a scarcity mindset. We have to no longer have those type of mindsets because those mindsets, when you're living in scarcity, you're always in fear. You always have anxiety. You're always depressed. It's always woe is me. You self-sabotage everything, right? We're no longer going to have that attitude or mindset. We're having declarations of, I will succeed. My mind is strong. My body is healed. I will overcome. And fear is no more than false evidence appearing real, right? Fear demotes you. Fear demotes you. So we're going to get into this week's topic. Uh, diet and IBD, what not to consume. So welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie A. Wynn. And so in this episode, we're discussing diet and IBD and what not to consume. So inflammatory bowel disease, such as 
ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease can greatly impact your dietary habits. But with the right knowledge and the right tools, understanding how to manage IBD through your diet can make your life so much easier. I'm a living witness to this. So let's talk about um, number one. We're going to talk about tip number one. Tip number one is understanding the effects on the diet, right? How do I understand, like, what are the effects of my diet, Stephanie? Okay, so I'm going to give you this. Like, if you eat something and it does not agree with your stomach, I'm talking to my IBD community right now, you know that you're not supposed to eat certain things. So I'll give you an example. I know I cannot ingest milk, yogurt, any dairy product, right? Ice cream, milkshakes. No matter how much I love that strawberry, listen, strawberry is the everything, right? But I know that if I continue to consume this product, it's going to be horrible for me, okay? So you have to understand, like, the effects of your diet it is going to coincide with the way you feel for that day, that week, right? So you want to get a brief overview of inflammatory bowel disease and how it affects your body and the different types of IBD. So we talked about ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. So in our upcoming episodes, I'm going to share with you and break down ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. Now, let me put this disclaimer out here for those who are listening and be like, well, how does she, who are you to be talking about these medical terms? Well, I am an IBD survivor. I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in my large intestines and Crohn's disease in my lower colon. So why I don't have the alphabets behind my name, but I do have the right to talk about what it is and what I did. Like these are only the stories that I overcame. So what I do know is that if you don't have an overview of what inflammatory bowel disease is, and you are diagnosed with it, it can really, really set you back. So I'm telling you during this episode that you need to have an overview of, you know, you have to have an understanding about inflammatory bowel disease and its effect on your diet, right? And then you need to know how inflammatory bowel disease can affect one's dietary habits, including what foods to avoid. This episode is brought to you by the Let's Talk Inflammatory Bowel Disease Health and Wellness Symposium, a health and wellness symposium hosted by the Stephanie A. Wynn Foundation, whose focus is on raising awareness of inflammatory bowel disease, also known as IBD, among African-Americans who are disproportionately affected by this chronic illness. The goal of the symposium is to partner with healthcare community partners to support underserved African-Americans living with inflammatory bowel disease in their pursuit to live a more quality life. This symposium, it is sponsored by our exclusive sponsor, which is Moffitt Cancer Center, who have come aboard to sponsor and believe in this symposium. We're going to have gastroenterologists there, mental health and wellness clinicians to speak about the importance of mental health when you're diagnosed with a chronic illness such as IBD. And in order for you to get on your journey of health and healing, we'll also have dietitians and nutritionists there to talk about your diet. Now, specifically for Crohn's and ulcerative colitis, it is definitely important. We'll have our exclusive community healthcare organizations, our financial exclusive well-being organization there, and we will also have a healthcare carrier there on site to sign you up for health insurance. Now, listen. 
This is not the normal symposium where you go and you hear a lot of people talk. We're actually getting things done on top of educating our community. One thing I do know is this, being diagnosed with inflammatory bowel disease and being in the African-American community, our treatment of healthcare is totally different compared to other cultures. And so we are wanting you to join us. Come join the conversation about the IBD healthcare disparities. This is going to take place again Saturday, March the 25th at 9 a.m. at Clearwater, Florida. And it's going to be at the Carroll Hotel. And the information is going to be in the show notes. Now, listen, if you're unable to attend in person and you would like to sponsor or you would like to donate to the cause, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes as well. Without further ado, we're going to get back to the show. And thank you for your time. Peace. So you need to know, like, what foods do I avoid? Like for me, I don't eat hard foods like fried chicken, uh, steak. I stay away from like things that I know that I can't digest and things that I know will scrape my intestines. Again, you have to know the foods to avoid. Like I don't eat certain foods that I know that is going to cause me to go to the bathroom and or give me a lot of gas. So some people may be like, dang, I got gas. Well, it may be some of the foods that you're eating. Like I stop eating broccoli and I stop eating broccoli and cabbage and Brussels sprouts. Ooh, the Brussels sprouts with the balsamic vinaigrette. Oh my gosh. That was my favorite. The Brussels sprouts with the balsamic vinaigrette with the uh, feta cheese on top. So yes, I had to avoid those. But what I did, I took a food pairing class in a food preparation course and they taught me like to cut the gas. You need to soak your food for 15 minutes in baking soda. So for those who just can't live without broccoli, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, you know, try that. I used to love those things and I had to back away from those because when your stomach is already angry, like my stomach was really, really angry at one point in time. And I realized that your stomach should not be making noises, like noise, like growling it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not normal. And that's not saying that you're hungry. There's something going on inside. Okay? You got to listen to your body. You got to get so in tune with your body that you know the foods to avoid when you're dealing with inflammatory bowel disease, right? And then you got to know the importance of working with a healthcare professional to develop an individualized dietary plan. Now, let me tell you what happened with me. I have a healthcare team. That's my primary care physician. Because healing starts at the primary care level. But if you don't have that, maybe you don't have anything right now. It's best that you find the very best of the primary care physicians in your area. You got to do your research, y'all. You got to do your research. My primary care physician made some recommendations. And then my gastroenterologist made some recommendations. So over time you will find what foods work for you and what doesn't work for you. Now, I love sweet potatoes. As a matter of fact, sweet potatoes, I I can eat them every other day. But what I notice is sweet potatoes also make me go to the bathroom. But I get them in like maybe three times a week. I have a sweet potato. You know, so I I eat foods that are soft in texture because it helps me digest the food. Does that make sense? Like to get what I need, I have to improvise, right? 
So soft foods that I can easily digest. So tip number two, we're going to get right into it. Tip number two, foods to avoid with inflammatory bowel disease. Now, you really want to avoid high-fat foods like a fatty meal, dairy product, fried foods, and oils. You also um, may have to avoid high-fiber food, whole grains, nuts, seeds, raw foods, and vegetables. Now, let me tell you about my vegans out here. Nothing against them. I tried vegan. I was out. I'm telling you, when I say I try every diet under the sun, I did it. With raw foods and fruits, some of them are so harsh to your digestive system, specifically when you're inflamed, your stomach is inflamed. You have to avoid them. I stay clear of seeds and nuts. I stay clear of them because the seeds are not good, especially if you're dealing with a digestive is disorder. So it could be diverticulitis or losis, IBS, IBD. You need to stay clear of seeds. And that's what I, I chose to do, right? Certain spices and seasoning, hot peppers, spicy seasoning, and black pepper. Listen, I know a lot of people love spiciness and they love that kick. I mean, you know, ginger give you a kick too, right? When I juice with ginger, I only use like a tad bit because let me tell you that ginger just... <sighs> but it's so soothing to my stomach. Do you understand me? That ginger will do the trick, right? It, it, it mellows my belly out. Alcohol. I'm going to say this for the people in the back. You got to stay f- away from that liquor. Wine, the beer, and the hard liquor. Like, I know some people drink it just, you know, when someone tells me they have Crohn's disease and they're drink, they're turning up, I just cringe because I know it's not going to be long for you. If you want to bring about healing, You have to remove the things that will cause you more problems until you can get it together. And then caffeine, coffee, tea, and soda. Now, I stopped drinking soda back in 2006. And let me tell you, I don't miss it. Like, I don't. It's the carbonation that you're craving, right? So there's other alternatives if you got to have the carbonation, right? But Coffee and tea. I have a lot of people have IBS and IBD and they love coffee and tea. Let me tell you something. Sweet tea. Oh, I got addicted to sweet tea. And I'm not afraid to talk about it. That was my deal. Oh my gosh. You give me a sweet tea. I don't want to eat for the rest of the day. Just give me a sweet tea and I will not eat nothing else for the rest of the day. But what happens is that tea will get that sugar in the tea will put you in a jam every time. So I I laid off of the, you know, the tea at night I take, I drink ashwagandha tea. So what ashwagandha does, that's a herbal root. It it just relaxes me. So the next day I'm ready to take charge. Does that make sense? So you got to find something that is going to be more healthy for you. And I know this sounds crazy, but you got to lay off the caffeine because it's not good for your belly. Listen to your belly. And then tip number three, managing IBD through your diet. You know, the importance of finding what works for you and avoiding a one-size-fit-all approach, you got to find, you got to manage that, right? And you also need to find the benefits of keeping a food diary. Like, there are benefits to that. Maybe you can keep a food diary. Maybe something in your food diary does work. Maybe something doesn't, right? And tips for making dietary changes, such as gradually reducing high-fat foods and increasing low fat options. So listen, I hope this episode has provided you with some valuable information of what not to consume with IBD and how managing IBD through your diet can be easier. 
Remember to always consult with your healthcare professional and to find what works for you because everybody's situation is different, right? Listen, you got to stay strong. Use these tips to focus on what works for you and your IBD journey. So listen, stay tuned because our next episode, we're going to talk about women's health and IBD. And this is going to be vital because, you know, I'm a woman and I'm, I'm just sharing all of my my resources. Let me tell you something like the Care Bears say, sharing is caring. So we have to share the information. So stay tuned for our next episode. But until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. Out.